Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number eight of The Path. I'm your host, Roselle Gonzalez, helping you find your way. Today, my special guest is Scarly Nader. Hi. Hi. <laughs> she is a naturopath ND with the Collège du Naturopathe du Québec. She is also the newest member of the Energie Encore uh, therapeutic team. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so, so, so happy to see you here. How's it going today? Thank you. I'm doing well. And you? Yeah. So should we tell people what we're talking about today? Yeah, today it's actually the scoop on poop. So it might seem a little bit weird, but we're gonna talk more about it, so don't worry. So guys, the scoop on, on poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I wanna just start off by saying that when I first met uh, Scarly, I wanted to know like what the Scarly experience yeah. was gonna be, right? And uh, so she, brings me through, uh, you know, a naturopathic consultation. And then she starts asking me all of these like crazy <laughs> questions, right? Yeah. So um, maybe you can just start off a little bit by telling people, let's start from the beginning. Tell people a little bit about, before we get into the whole scoop yes. on poop topic, right? Um, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself mm -hmm. and your story and how you became a naturopath? Yes, of course. So uh, basically, uh, if we go back around like 10 years ago, uh, I got diagnosed with a disease that is called ulcerative colitis, which is an inflammatory bowel disease. And it's mainly characterized by like inflammation in the intestine with bleeding along with other symptoms. And all my symptoms just appeared like very suddenly and it was a shock for me, for my family, for basically all of my entourage. And I got lost very lost actually and i was seeking for help and everything and after i got diagnosed unfortunately my my condition started to deteriorate very quickly and i was put on medication by a gastroenterologist and then i found myself with 18 pills uh, per day and i was also doing enemas and i was doing better of course the medication was helping and everything to like control the inflammation but i was still bleeding and I think this was a turning point in my life because my life basically just flipped over when I got diagnosed. And once the doctor told me, like, if that doesn't work out with all these medications, we're going to have to maybe do a surgery. So I got scared, obviously. And um, I started to like search a little bit and see like maybe if the medication is helping, but I'm still bleeding a little bit, it might be something in my lifestyle that I'm doing wrong. So I started to question my lifestyle, you know, and do some research. And this is how I discovered uh, naturopathy. It's really cool, mm. really cool. So we wanted to bring up this topic today because let them know there's a special day, right? What What is it called yes. again? Actually, we're on the perfect timing today because on May 19, it is World IBD Day, which is World Inflammatory Bowel Disease Day. And this regroups like all patients who have Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. So I think that there's some people who maybe you, you mentioned, you know, bleeding, but like when you have uh, all of these symptoms, right? Mm -hmm. It's that you're nervous, right? You're anxious. You don't know if you need to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's like really paint the picture mm -hmm. of what it's like, because there are so many people out there that have these digestive issues yeah. that are undiagnosed and they just think that this is how I am. Yeah. 
right? So paint the picture a little bit of like what it's like to have this type of disease mm -hmm. and, you know, what is going on in your mind? Yeah, well, actually, you know, it's very hard disease to manage on your own. So you really need to be surrounded by the good people. Uh, just to give you an idea, like how a typical day looks like is basically you wake up with pain, with uh, bleeding in your intestine. You know, it's something going on on the inside. Unfortunately, it's like invisible. If you look at me, you don't know that I'm bleeding on the inside. But right? what do you mean by bleeding? So like, I want to paint the picture. Mm -hmm. It means like when you go to the bathroom, there's blood. Is that what it yes. means? Yes. Yes, among that, but also uh, your intestine, like if, if you check your intestine on the inside, there's bleeding, there's ulcers, uh, there's lesions, you know, so there's many things that are going on in your intestine because usually the mucosa should be like pink, you know, and, and smooth and healthy. But when you have Crohn's or colitis, it might start to become red, there's like irritation and inflammation, and this is what causes the pain. It is very painful and it's like a very sharp pain that you feel in your stomach and uh, a part of that you have like all the extra intestinal symptoms like uh, dizziness fatigue headaches uh, joint pain muscle pain dry eyes it's like a bunch of symptoms because what we need to understand with Crohn's and colitis basically is that you have symptoms that are considered as intra-intestinal which are like the bleeding the ulcers the mucus and the stools nausea and difficulty to digest and you have symptoms that are extra intestinal that i just named so it's not only about your digestive system it's all of your systems that are affected by it and you ask me about the mental side of the disease so it's very hard to manage already physically and then when it comes to mental health well we struggle a lot obviously because again it's invisible so a lot of people don't understand why you're in a bad mood you know why you're so scared to go out and or why you can't go to a restaurant with them yeah, because you cannot eat what is available there or people sometimes. get probably insulted if you don't eat yeah well i used to bring my own food to the restaurant you know it was at that point because you're scared to try new foods you don't know exactly what's in there sometimes it's a little ingredient that just makes your immune system overreact and it attacks your system you know so it's hard from that social side your own mental health also gets you know deteriorated with time and yeah it's it's a bunch of things you know it's not only about poop or it's not only about the digestive system it's it's deeper and I really encourage everyone to seek for help you know it's a very serious condition and yeah well that's exactly why we have you here because there's some people who I'm sure get labeled as oh she's a diva like look yes, at her she yeah what what is this girl she brings her own freaking food to the restaurant yes. or you know she comes to you know the boyfriend's house and the mother-in-law's mad at her because I, i'm just making yeah. i don't know the situation but i'm just you know trying to elaborate on what are the possible scenarios yes. that someone who has um these diseases might encounter mm -hmm. people just not understanding yeah. right they just think that you're too difficile you yeah know? or like princess kind of or you're asking for everyone to bring you the food and to cook for you you know it's not or like asking for the ingredients excuse me you yes. know yeah. yeah well you know at the end like the more you talk about it the more people understand if you don't talk about it you know because some things seem like taboo kind of like if I talk about poop it might 
surprise people, but it's it's a normal thing. We all poop. <laughs> so we all poop. And what is the most important is just to be attentive to any kind of change, you know, a sudden change that you find in your souls, your urine, your body, basically, and listen to your body because mm -hmm. these are indicators. Now, from that social side, you know, when you wake up and you don't know in five minutes how you'll feel, well, it's hard to plan a day ahead and sometimes yeah. you need to cancel plans and this is exactly why people don't understand. And then they think that you're like unreliable. Yes, like, oh, she cancels plan last minute, you know, or we cannot rely on her exactly because we never know if she would cancel on us in last minute. And, you know, all these comments from people like, oh, you lost so much weight. Do you even eat? What do you eat? Oh, this is what you're eating. You know, all these comments is like at a certain point you handle them and you support and everything but you arrive to like a breaking point and it's just like stop <laughs> it's just like too much and maybe to like explain more about that mental side we could explain about the link between your gut and your mental health mm -hmm. and this is exactly why a lot of people who suffer from diseases that affect the digestive system in general they also suffer from that mental side you know that gets Absolutely. affected so if we talk gut you know we have like good and bad bacteria we need both okay but the thing is you need a lot more good bacteria than the bad ones when you start having more bad bacteria because you eat too much sugar or you kind of eat things that feed your bad cells well there there's an imbalance that happens and that imbalance can be the root cause of many types of diseases not only digestive you know the intestine is the second brain right and even like to go more in detail uh, you have about 85% of your serotonin levels that are produced in your digestive system. And what is serotonin? It is the well-being hormone. Mm -hmm. So if you're having, imagine it, you're having inflammation, you're having bleeding, ulcers, your digestive system is messed up. How will you have a good mood and smile mm -hmm. and be happy? Mm -hmm. It affects your mood indirectly, you know? And of course, if you're sick, that area it will affect your mental health it you know your mental health is a reflection of what is going on on the inside, inside of your body. body exactly before we dive a little bit deeper mm -hmm. into this gut health because gut yeah. health is is sort of like the uh i don't know it's not that it's a buzzword but it's like something that's sort of still new that yeah. so many people don't understand but let's just go back a little bit to your story so mm -hmm. you're having all of these symptoms people are not believing you yeah you're searching um and you're going to see doctors so how did you get diagnosed yeah. correctly and how did you um go from this period of feeling you know lost to finding the 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 right um healing answer yeah. for you because i think that there's a lot of people out there who might be experiencing the same thing. yeah exactly unfortunately so for me you know as soon as i started having these weird symptoms suddenly i straight went to see a pediatrician and you know i i started to seek for help in the medical field because i knew something was going wrong but i didn't know what and you know now today i'm 26 years old we're talking 10 years ago almost so like i was like 16 17 you know it was hard on me to have these new symptoms and probably hard on your parents too, also of right? course of course you know like just to give you an idea you could go up to 20 25 times to the bathroom 
during one day you know so of course for the entourage it's like whoa you know it's hard for them to understand to manage also and to keep their strength to in order to give you strength you know and it's also like if you're a parent i can imagine uh if you don't understand it's like testing your patience too yeah right? of course yeah so um yeah i went to seek for help um i saw many doctors you know went to the emergency a few times because i really didn't feel well and i also had like heart problems because of all the stress and everything it's like a vicious cycle mm-hmm. eh? you you have the disease then you stress because of it but stress triggers the disease yeah. so you fall in that like vicious cycle so i really needed help as soon as possible and i saw many doctors um and until i saw one uh, gastroenterologist he officially diagnosed me after like eight months of struggling a little bit because the symptoms can be symptoms of other conditions you know so it makes it a little bit harder to diagnose sometimes so that doctor he told me scarly you officially have a condition called ulcerative colitis and my jaw dropped i'm like what (laughs) what what is ulcerative colitis you know 10 years ago these diseases weren't well known that much now you talk you hear about them more and more but way back it was like new and he told you know he explained the disease to me and what to expect you know and i got scared and we started medication and treatment and as i told you you know he signed the papers for the hospital just in case i'm still bleeding because he was a little bit confused with why is she still bleeding you know um and then i this is when i actually uh, as i said like i started to search a little bit on the internet i read testimonies about people who went to uh, seek for help in naturopathy in the natural um, medicine field and uh, i called naturopath i called many of them actually but i called one and i felt like i don't know yeah i had that connection with that naturopath and uh, he welcomed me in his office i was lucky to have an appointment like quickly and uh, he told me look you're either gonna go like straight 100 percent. you're gonna follow all the steps and everything or you know you might still have these symptoms and it's gonna be hard so i was like i'm all in i just i'm ready to do anything i just need help and after two weeks i stopped bleeding really yes so i and i'm very proud to say that i stopped bleeding completely and i went to do a colonoscopy just to make sure you know i've even though i seeked for help in naturopathy i still was doing my follow-ups with doctors very very important so i went to do a colonoscopy and my gastroenterologist he started whispering the nurse and he said oh my god like what did she do like this is it's crazy and he told me in his words like i never seen that so uh i told him like you know i'm seeing naturopath it's been two weeks and i changed my diet like completely changed my diet i tried to eliminate all the possible triggers that were uh, making my condition worse and uh he told me look i'm seeing the results in my eyes you know so just continue and yeah he told me just keep doing follow-ups you know just so we see you know how it's uh, how you're you're uh, improving yeah evolving and everything and uh, this is what i did so i kind of had both of the approaches combined together and here I am now, proud to say that I'm off medication today with the decision of my gastroenterologist. He's the one who decided to, you know, let's give it a try and see. And uh, yeah, but I just want to mention something. It is even though you feel better and everything, you still need to work on yourself and you still need to do the checkups. 
this is very important because sometimes you know some things happen and you don't know you know until you do a colonoscopy or something so it's better to continue your follow-ups and everything you know because i think both approaches complete each other very well wow yeah it's really good so that's really amazing news that you we're able to kind of heal yourself, mm -hmm. right? Well, you know, with these conditions, you don't like heal completely. Mm -hmm. It is hard to say like, you know, I'm completely uh, colitis free, you know, it doesn't really happen like that. But if we talk like as of today, you know, I'm feeling better, thank God, you know, feeling better. I'm able to uh, listen to my body better. Also, I know myself, you know, if I feel like there's a flare that is coming, I'll do whatever I need to do in order to prevent it if I need to give the doctor a call I'll give him a call you know just to make sure I don't fall back into these flares and all of that vicious cycle that never ends because you really get lost you know with all the information and you read on the internet and you kind of get lost with nutrition part and the, the healing part and all of that you just need to personalize everything and listen to your body see what works for you what doesn't work for you it's not the same for everyone you know everyone is unique and again I have to say listen to yourself absolutely and then so because of this experience you mm -hmm. decided to study naturopathy yes. yeah so actually you know when i went to see that naturopath i went for myself you know because i needed help it was a personal issue you know and when i saw the results and my gastroenterologist he kind of encouraged me to continue and pursue in in that field I was like, okay, I think I might need to develop more my own knowledge in that field. And I just decided like that to study in it. <laughs> so I, I, I registered for the program and here I am. <laughs> That's amazing. And I think yeah. it's so great that you have that personal experience. Yes. Because with that personal experience, you can really relate mm -hmm. to the people and yes, they're going to feel more connected to you. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, you know, when I have clients in consultation or even if someone is talking to me, you know, someone that I just met is talking to me about the condition, I, I see myself in them and they see themselves in me. You know, mm -hmm. we, we have that kind of bond, you know, where we understand exactly what we're going through. And it's not easy. You know, it's a tough road, but there's always hope and, you know, you'll get there, even though it's hard. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe just to kind of recap, what are some of the, because I want our, our listeners to maybe know what the red flags are yes yeah like what are the red flags because i have so many friends who would say things like i don't know i i, I can't eat that mm -hmm. or um you know i can't do a yoga class after yes. i eat breakfast like yes. i really don't get and i wonder if some of these um you know comments that they're mm -hmm. saying could be possible red flags so what would be the red flags of someone who may possibly have one of these uh diseases the disease well actually um any new symptom that appears just like that needs to seek your attention and you need to go consult a doctor just to see okay but uh, for the symptoms specifically uh, i would say like if you see um, a sudden change in your intestinal transit your bowel movement so for example you've had a pretty stable bowel movement all your life and then suddenly you start to have diarrhea or constipation or even both sometimes it's like it, it alternates you know between both uh, this you know if it's if, if it persists in time it might be a sign that something is going on it might be something you know that is just like temporary and then it goes away but as soon as the symptom stays mm -hmm. for a while it needs to you know we need to 
to pay attention and be careful. Uh, so apart from the intestinal transit change, I would say any bleeding in the stools should be a big concern. Sometimes, you know, it could be hemorrhoids. Sometimes it could be just little lesion or it could be an inflammatory bowel disease. You never know. So it's important to try to diagnose, you know, with a doctor. Um, or else I would say like for the intraintestinal symptoms, bleeding 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 mm -hmm. red flag it's i think it's in the, the biggest movement. red flag yeah in the bowel movement so as soon as we see like blood in the stools it is mm -hmm. a symptom or else for some people it's a mucus in the stools it's like a white egg an egg white consistency so uh this could be also a sign that there is an inflammation or even little irritation you know and as soon as we seek for help the better it is you know um and you know if you're starting to feel very very tired yeah. it might also be a sign because the problem is with crohn's colitis and any digestive disease you have trouble assimilating nutrients mm. so if you've been feeling tired for a while and you're not able to you're find not getting the vitamins you're not, and nutrients exactly your cells are not absorbing correctly because of the imbalance in your gut and everything see all it's, it's all like connected. a puzzle yeah so if you've been feeling tired for a while and you're not getting why, you know, you're asking yourself mm -hmm. why, why? Well, maybe simply your cells are not absorbing nutrients because a lot of people tell me I eat very healthy. I eat nutrient dense foods. I'm on fruits, vegetables. I eat nuts. I drink a lot of water, but I'm still tired and I sleep well because this is also a problem. You know, if you don't sleep well, of course, you'll get tired. But if you're respecting all the natural health factors of a lifestyle and you're still tired there might be something, something going on exactly into. yeah so fatigue is also a big red flag i would say so <laughs> what you just said is a perfect segue into the scoop on food right the scoop <laughs> yes. on food right yeah exactly so talk to me about some of the questions mm -hmm. and we're gonna get like raw and real here right? exactly. we're gonna get raw and real here because true um, stuff true stuff <laughs> true stuff we're gonna talk about some of the questions that you ask people yes. and explain to them why yes why do you ask all of these like uncomfortable questions? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so actually, well, the main questions, it's for stools and for urine. So for the stools, for example, is uh, how many bowel movements you have per day, you know, because if you have zero bowel movement, one day it's fine you know but if you have zero bowel movement for like few days straight something going on okay uh, and if you tell me you go to the bathroom like you know for stools evacuation for like 10 times per day there's also something going on you have like the two extremes you know so we work on you know seeing if the bowel movement is acceptable or not mm -hmm. uh, I also ask about the color of the stools the texture the color <laughs> yeah really? because these are all indicators you know and as soon as I see an alarm sign well but I mean like the color like yes <laughs> isn't everyone's poop brown like no our, no for, well okay, so majority me. of people yes okay, but so I don't even like really yes so like what what do you see this is very interesting <laughs> I don't see personally no 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 I hope you don't see but like what are the different what could what I don't even know what a, what other yeah. color it could be well you know for some people stools can turn out red, red. Uh, if there's bleeding yeah it could be red and even for the red you know you have like different shades of red so really? if 
if it's like flashy red, you know, it might be a bleeding that is coming from the lower part of the digestive tract. If the blood is like brownish or blackish, it might be a bleeding that is coming from the upper part of the digestive system. You see, uh, for some people who have like green stools, it all it might also be an imbalance somewhere in the body. So green, yeah. So as soon as the stool color changes from that brown, you know, we're used to, um, we need to seek for medical advice. It is what very would green important. Green mean? I've never heard of green. Green. It can be many things. It could be a gallbladder dysfunction. Could be a liver dysfunction. So yeah, and you know, the best person to diagnose you if you're seeing a sudden change is a doctor. You really need to, as I said, you know, any sudden change in the color, the texture, the bowel movement, and it's persistent, you need to seek for the medical advice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So color, uh, texture, texture. Uh, and uh, and yeah, the, the number of stool evacuation you have throughout the day. Um, and for the urine, just to put like a little, uh, little side for the urine. So it's the same thing, you know, how many times you urinate during the day? Uh, what color is your urine? You know, is there any uh, blood traces that you see? Some people do not see it. Uh, in their eyes you know they need uh, they can see it in the blood test so it really depends and this is why we always say like you know do your tests regularly check yeah. your vitamin minerals levels check if everything is good because a lot of indicators or markers in the blood test results you know they reflect your health yeah. so it's important is it true that um, your urine should be clear Yes, well, you know, usually if your urine is like orange, it might be a sign that you're dehydrated. Right? Yeah, sometimes, but sometimes, you know, if it's really orange or brownish kind of, it could be like stones somewhere in the kidney yeah. or the bladder. So, yeah, there can be so many things you so see. So, health, like, paint the picture of a healthy urine. Is it supposed to be like that you drink enough water so that your urine is clear? Yes, of course. Okay. The darker it is, you know, we're, so, we're not drinking enough yeah, water or it there's might something be. else. Yeah, exactly. And then paint the picture of like a proper stool. Yeah. Well, you know, it should not be very, very small. Should not I'm getting be really graphic. Is that okay. <laughs> it should not be. You know, they should have like a normal uh, diameter, if we can say it like that. Because if stools are too big, it might be that they're drying inside of the colon because you're constipated, for example. And if they're too thin. Well, maybe they're not able to form in your system and they're just getting out before their time. And it we shouldn't hurt, hurt, right? No, it shouldn't hurt. It of shouldn't course. hurt. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff. Yeah. So let's now go back to um, the gut health. We, mm -hmm. we uh, have been, you know, seeing a little bit more in the media now where they say things like your gut or your in, your gut is like your second brain. Yes, exactly. 100%. Please uh, shed some light on what that means. Perfect. Well, you know, I've mentioned serotonin before. So just like a little reminder, you have that 80% of serotonin in your digestive system. It's produced there. But apart from from that we have neurotransmitters in the gut okay so you know we think usually that neurotransmitters they're only present where in the nervous system exactly. but even in the heart we have neurons okay so your nervous system is not only in your brain it is also in your gut it is also in your heart part of it is in your heart so there are many parts of the body where we have a part of the nervous system okay so knowing that you have neurotransmitter so <laughs> so, like, trying to keep up yes so knowing that you have neurotransmitters in your gut okay 
Well, it tells us that there is a strong link between your digestive system and your nervous system. So this is a thing. And also you have a part of your immune system actually a big part about 80% of your immune response is done in your in your digestive system so you know your gut is not only your gut it's not only the digestive system as you said it's the second brain you have neurotransmitters you have your immune system that is present in there so this is why we focus a lot on gut health gut health let me ask you this so I understand how there's like uh, your nervous system and your gut and tell me if this makes sense so mm -hmm. um, you know as a young mother yeah. Uh, as a young mother, I would have other friends mm -hmm. who, you know, all the moms kind of hang out together. And there was one of my friends whose sons um, could not go to the bathroom. Yes. Could not. And, and it, there was like anxiety to mm -hmm. poop. Yes. And he's a baby. He's like, yes. you know, one year old, two yeah. years old. And it became a problem. It became a problem where it was so bad that, like, I remember one time we went on vacation together, but it became a problem where, you know, they would have to pin him down mm -hmm. and put, like, a, a suppository. Mm -hmm. And the kid's, like, you know, one year old. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a it's a vicious cycle exactly. because they're now they're afraid to poop yes exactly now the, the baby's afraid to poop because he knows that and then he knows if he doesn't poop mommy and daddy are gonna like yeah you know, put a it's the image you it's have like in your head yes. so i can see just from that example where nervousness mm -hmm. and the gut are completely linked a hundred percent yeah of course you know and it's really a vicious cycle you know you stress because of something and it causes a, an illness, for example. It's and probably like, you know, the baby was constipated one time, yeah. right? And then it hurt him to go to the bathroom. And then now he's afraid to go to the bathroom. And then yes. it's like this terrible it's a, thing. It's a cycle. You fall in that cycle. And this is why it's important to try to get out of it. You know, um, sometimes it's hard. I'm not going to hide. It's very hard because, you know, you're, you're always scared. You know, there's always that background fear in your head. Like, if I do that for Crohn's or colitis, for example, if I eat that, I'm not going to be able to find a bathroom maybe where I am, so mm -hmm. I won't eat it. Mm -hmm. And then you, you start eating less and then you have more symptoms. Yeah. And because you have more symptoms, you stress and so on, you know? So I'm going to ask you, like in every single episode, I try to kind of add my yogi question yes. and my yogi, uh, you know, speak, mm -hmm. I say, inside. And I just want to know, do you think that because when we work with our breath, we're working on our nervous system. Of course. Right? Yeah. When we do pranayama, like meditation, mm -hmm. breath work, we're able to calm down our nervous system, yeah. which helps to calm down our muscles. Mm -hmm. Now, your intestines are not a um, really a voluntary muscle, right? Mm -hmm. It's like involuntary. Exactly. So, is this something that you can kind of help to improve mm -hmm. through breath work, meditation, like helping yeah. to relax your nervous system. Is there a way for us to improve that? Yeah, of course. Voluntarily? Yes, of course. So as you said, you know, it's, you know, you don't have choice. You need to digest. You know, your intestine is is going to work the way it works. Mm -hmm. But of course, through uh, meditation techniques, respiratory techniques, you know, deep relaxation, mm -hmm. you could manage to relax your colon. Mm -hmm. You know, relax your digestive tract. Imagine you're always tense and nervous, yeah. and you're always stressed. What will happen? All your muscles will become sore. You know, we have muscles everywhere. So of course, through these techniques, you could help a lot. And by the way, the uh, 
respiration techniques and relaxation, they're part of the natural health factors. Mm -hmm. They're part of your lifestyle. So if you feel like you're stressed, you're, you have difficulty to manage your stress, you need to do something about it because this could help to improve your condition. What's really interesting is that in yoga, we do all types of breath work. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of like Kapalabhati. It's like these breath techniques where you're really kind of massaging yes. uh, yeah. the this the area, abdomen. the abdomen, yeah. and it's helping to massage the organs inside. Exactly. We do like deep twists mm -hmm. where it's also sort of massaging yeah. and, and helping to um, make this area softer. Yes. Because there's a lot of tension in this mm -hmm. area we, mm -hmm. that people are unaware of. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's, you know, sometimes you're you're tense in general, yeah. but you don't realize how badly it could affect your digestive system specifically. Mm -hmm. Here, this is if we put the nervous system apart, okay? Mm -hmm. But if you're always nervous, it's going to impact your digestive system, Absolutely. whether you want it or not. So, of course, it's important, you know, to focus on your yourself, focus on your mental health, and do what you need to do in order to improve your breathing you know calm down when you need to mm -hmm. calm down try to stop panicking over everything you know it's hard you know sometimes some people will say yeah it's easier said than done it is but there's always a way to manage your stress and i would add to that um, if you have a disease okay it might seem like it's the end of the world even me you know i was like why me why me and i really felt like my life just stopped you know for a while when i got the symptoms when i got diagnosed like it hits you in the face every time it's like if you're trying to get out of the water and mm -hmm. someone puts you down every time but then i was like Am I really helping myself if I just stay nervous like that and stay angry and st and keep asking why, why me, me why me no it's not going to help of course you know we go through these phases sometimes without realizing it it's because of stress and just you're anxious but what I've learned from my personal experience and I want to share that is that no matter how much you stress if it's going to happen it's going to happen so you don't have that control okay so it's important for you to say i have that condition that disease you know no matter what it is small disease big disease and say i need to live with it mm -hmm. i can choose to live with it in a bad way in that negative way you know where why me oh no i don't feel good again oh no i'm stressed oh no i cannot go to that place oh no and you keep like anticipating things and being scared and you kind of stop living your life normally or you could choose to live your life in a more optimistic way and see things in a different way and say you know what this is my disease i'm proud and even for me this is what made me stronger mm -hmm. you know you lose friends sometimes you lose uh, people that you like because they do not understand they will come back mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world okay so yes you can have that uh, power kind of on yourself and you know try to accept your condition and i would say like from my side accepting my disease was part of my success mm -hmm. see really. this is this is exactly why yeah, i I've invited chosen. you this is exactly why i invited you on the yeah. path because it's a story of struggle yeah. it's a story of someone who lost their path mm -hmm. and how did you find your way back and everything that you said is is all of the things that we mm -hmm. kind of try to talk about uh, on the yoga side yes. about you know finding your foundation mm -hmm. finding exactly. what are the things that I what are the things that I need to let go of mm -hmm. right 
let go of the idea that you know that I cannot be cured exactly yes let go of the idea and then work with what you have because I think that no matter like you're talking about ulcerative colitis but yeah someone can talk about a herniated disc of or course. Uh, you know yeah. back pain mm-hmm. um if we let it take over i've seen so many people i've seen unfortunately i've seen people who have taken their life uh because of severe yeah pain or you know like and it was like back pain in this mm-hmm. in this situation but um you have to find a way to like work because yeah. you can you spiral down so exactly easily, right yeah exactly and you know sometimes you're you're living all of that stress and you're going through all the pain and you suffer and sometimes you suffer in silence because you know you don't want your entourage to feel your pain you know you want to stay strong and you don't know you don't want to put it on yourself you know that you're sick or you're tired yeah. or say yeah, i'm fine yeah, yeah i'm fine but when you do that all the time and you're not fine on the inside you're gonna you're gonna burst i know so it's important to not arrive to that stage where you explode mm-hmm. just do it step by step sometimes it's baby steps you know yeah. it's not miracles there's nothing that comes like that okay so it takes time for everything it takes time to heal or to improve your physical health it takes time to improve your mental health mm-hmm. everything takes time and what i want to focus on now is in order for a disease to really appear and manifest all the symptoms and everything your body goes through many stages before first stage you lose nervous energy your body struggles with fatigue and things like that you start to feel it kind of but it's diffused symptoms so you don't really pay attention you're like okay i'm just tired you know but your organs actually your eliminatory organs which are your skin your lungs your colon and your kidneys are struggling and what happens if your eliminatory organs slow down where will your toxins go because these organs are responsible to eliminate any excess that you have okay so if your eliminatory organs slow down well you might start having toxemia where it's an accumulation of toxins in the blood and then this toxemia leads to other phases Mm -hmm. and then you fall in the uh, inflammation phase ulceration phase sometimes you could arrive to tumefaction phase cancerization phase it takes but it takes time cancer doesn't come like that any disease doesn't come like that so we need to keep in mind that your body is talking to you your body is talking to you and because a disease takes such a long time to appear it will take you time to recover to recover yeah it's it's not a matter of days you know or weeks sometimes for me it took like more than one year one year and a half to really you know feel the difference i stopped bleeding after two weeks but i wasn't feeling my best after two weeks you know Mm -hmm. so it takes time but when you look back you're like oh you know i did it i was strong you know you're proud and this is what is important there's a there's a quote and i'm probably gonna mess it up but it's uh it's something like listen to your body when it's whispering so that yes do you remember i don't even remember but it's like (laughs) listen to it as it's whispering so that it doesn't have to scream at you yeah that's that's interesting it's completely right and it's Mm -hmm. completely true because exactly you know what you're saying is that it just doesn't happen like i mean yes like you you must have had some like little signs but exactly so many people i find are like don't know their bodies well mm-hmm. they're 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 kind of numb yeah they or they ignore, neglect they yeah neglect, exactly right? they will deny uh you know sometimes we deny by fear of learning a bad new you know like 
if it bad could news, be fatigue yeah. yeah bad news so you have like fatigue for example that is chronic you'll just live with it because you're scared to consult because you're scared that you'll get the bad news mm -hmm. you know if it's a, a bad condition you yeah. know but you know if you consult as soon as you have the symptom yeah. You, you also have to be strong because there's certain personalities like to me I, like you're so young you're so young but you're such a strong person mm -hmm. and, Thank you. and you you were you persevered yeah. you know you persevered but there are definitely people who let's say have pain mm -hmm. and I've seen this as a teacher with people who have like fibromyalgia yes you know who have uh, you know episodes of pain and they are like disregarded mm -hmm. They are disregarded and I'm sure that you know sometimes people especially if you're young maybe people will be like you're fine you know yeah. you're okay yeah because you're young because you're young exactly you know unfortunately uh, how I see things is that disease doesn't have an age no a baby no. could be sick an adult could be sick an elderly person could be sick it's not and it's not even that if you're young people might be say like oh she's a complainer yes right yeah so what else was it do you think that uh, helped you to be so strong like that that's a good question because because i mean you were 16 years you're so you're a baby you're yeah, a baby yes you know i was still growing and mm -hmm. learning you know about my life about life in general and now you know at and you're 26, so mature for your age i have to you. say you're so mature <laughs> thank you but you know if i go back 10 years ago my little scarly you know my little me i would look at life and say like okay what will happen to if i'm struggling that much right now at 16 okay what would happen to me in five years in 10 years will i still be in pain will i still be struggling how will i be able to live my life will i be able to have kids you know these are all questions that come into my mind even at 16 you know i start thinking now i'm married but you know it's like you think so um now today 10 years later, I look back and I'm like, you know, that little Scarly who was questioning so much and everything, you know, it wasn't worth it. Like you're here today. Yes, of course, you know, it's not la vie en rose all the time. I have episodes where I'm feeling more tired when I'm more in pain. But what makes me strong to answer your question? I think it's because I believe in myself simply. I know that no matter what I'll go through, I'm going to be able to overcome it and to surpass it no matter how hard it is and sometimes I look at other people and I'm like you know I, I thought that my condition was the worst and every person thinks the mm -hmm. same way I'm the worst case I'm the worst case again why me but when you look at other people or sometimes when I see kids that are sick you know at the hospital I'm like you know as I, as long as I'm able to manage the symptoms and I'm able to walk I'm able to talk I'm able to just live my life mm -hmm. I'm thankful for that you know I th I believe you need to be grateful in order to be strong so. I think you're a very old soul Scarlett mm -hmm. you're an old soul and I, I love that about you you're very wise for your age thanks <laughs> are there people um that you who would like who would you look up to who are your mentors because i find what i've noticed are in the people that i that i respect and the people yeah. that i um you know kind of see very good qualities mm -hmm. in 
I find that a lot of the people like kind of aspire or like you know have a mentor. Yeah. Who are the people that you know inspire you and that you look up to? I would say my parents hundred percent. My family, because since the very very beginning, the people who really were there, like day night, you know, crying, laughing, whatever the mood <laughs> I was in, my parents, wow. my brothers were also very supportive, and I'm very thankful to have parents that you know who listen to me and who are really supportive they're really supportive and uh you know sometimes i look at them and i'm like i couldn't have done what i've done without them really i have chills i know me too you're talking i'm like oh yeah. my god i uh, i'm really really thankful if you're listening to me mom and dad uh -huh. well, i am very listen. thankful they're for you they're gonna listen to you they're gonna listen because to you. really you know sometimes you need support and you think and this is a mistake you think that you can do everything on your own but you cannot. No. It is impossible. And if you think that way, believe me, you're going to arrive to a point where you're going to be like, man, I need someone, you know? And this is why it's important to surround yourself with the good people. Yeah. It could be your family, you know, if you're lucky to have a, a good family and parents that are supportive, talk. Yeah. And do not keep everything inside of you. This is bad. I, I totally agree. In, um, in yoga, we talk about something called the Sangha. Yeah. The Sangha is your tribe. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, your community, your tribe is so important because I don't yeah. think that we were meant to be by ourselves. And what you just said about like talking and letting it go. Yeah. I believe that every single thought that you have manifests some way in your body. Yes, exactly. Any nervous tension, any nervous thought, any mm -hmm. fear, it's going to come into your body, tense up your muscles, exactly. tense up what's inside. Yeah. There's going to be a resistance yeah. and something. It's going to it's going to become something else. Yes. Right. Yes. And, you know, sometimes you think it's not a problem, but it becomes problematic. Mm -hmm. If it's not problematic today, it will be maybe in three years maybe tomorrow you don't know so surround yourself with good people you know i would say even just to not like forget my teacher mm -hmm. who was the naturopath who helped me really naturopathy changed my life i can really say it like that and i'm proud because i was so lost so desperate we can say it eh? i was desperate i needed to to stop bleeding i needed to have energy i couldn't get out of bed you know crawl it was bad it was bad and my he knows my teacher knows uh, and i'm really 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 thankful for him because it wasn't easy the path was you know was struggling some I was struggling sometimes with all the changes but he knows as of today that you know thanks to him I'm feeling better and I am who I am today and now on my turn I'm able to help other people who are suffering from the same it could be colitis it could be Crohn's IBS you know which is an irritable bowel syndrome or even you know any condition now i'm i'm happy that i can help people um who are suffering no matter what the type of suffering is and i'm i like that i spread that you know i try to spread that positivity around me so so authentic i love that i Thanks. love that and uh, that teacher is your teacher still t he's still your teacher today well yeah he, w he was my teacher for all my studies so okay. you know when i got my when i got my uh, naturopathic diploma i decided to pursue my studies in uh, superior studies and i got my certification in introduction to aromatherapy and yeah he teach me apart from aromatherapy but he was my teacher for almost six years amazing yeah anyways this this story of yours is a story of like not giving up mm -hmm. 
right? To persevere and to be resilient. Yes. And I thank you so much for Thanks coming to you. Today. Thanks to you. Carly. Isn't she awesome? Isn't she such a ah, like, such a <laughs> You're such a wise soul. I love it. Thanks. Anyways, so Scarly is a naturopath at energy.com yeah. and we're gonna put all that information at the bottom. Mm -hmm. If you guys have any questions, like I have to look here, right? If you have any <laughs> questions about um any of these inflammatory bowel diseases, mm -hmm. Scarly is your girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much, Scarly. Thanks to you. It was an amazing experience. Nice. Really. Thanks. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. Um, Rizal and Scarly saying goodbye. Bye. The path <laughs> helping you find your way. Bye, guys. Bye.